Welcome back to another episode of The Last of Us by Story Archives. I'm your host, Mario Busto. Alongside myself, Zachary Newton, your other <laughs> host. What'd you say? <laughs> you're like supposed that. to say alongside. Man, <laughs> and then, and then I say, jump in. I said alongside. No, you didn't. I swear you didn't. I didn't? Right, no, you just like, this This is your host, Mario Busto. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> something's missing. <laughs> Anyways, we're both here. <laughs> right, we're both here. I was going to do it over again, but that's, that, I like that intro. That's great. Okay, we just finished watching episode seven of The Last of Us titled The left Carousel. Behind. Oh, Left Behind? Yeah, it's Left Behind. Like the... Just like the little game. Like the DLC. Okay, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, guys, so... If you didn't know, Last of Us is based on a video game released by Naughty Dog, and there's... I'm just kidding. I'm gonna <laughs> I was going to say, dang, we're getting the whole no, history no, here. No, messing around. But um, this whole episode is based on an expansion story, mm-hmm. as you have now seen, diving into the background of Ellie's childhood growing up as a Fedra student, detainee. I don't know. I don't think she's a detainee. It's like a school. Yeah. It's like it's like military school or something. Yeah. Overall, we talked about this a little bit on the instant reaction that we mm-hmm. recorded. I was so, uh, let me just say, I was so looking forward to what's going to happen next week. <laughs> yeah. That no matter what happened this week with this episode, it was not going to be good enough for me personally. And I know that sounds very critical. I'm like, you know, nitpicking here. But I didn't want a whole background story and why Joel's so important and why she needs to save Joel and mm-hmm. and then diving into Ellie's past. And I'm okay with that. But I was hoping they would have done that like in 15 to 20 minutes so that we could have gotten the next part of what's coming, which I thought needed more than an episode. So I'm a little concerned about how this show is going to get to the finish line now with so much that needs to occur without me saying too much. Yeah. No, I, I I get that, and again, I I am okay with the backstory. Like I I do appreciate the little bit of backstory that we got here. However, I didn't want the full episode to be that. Yeah, it needed to bounce back and forth between reality and her past. So, with that being said, I have never watched a single on the next episode of the Last of Us segment until this week because I was just at the end of this one. I was like. So what are they going to do next week now? I didn't watch it. I did. And I saw that next week they introduce, I don't want to say too much, but they introduce a guy named David. And I'm pretty sure I also saw as an Easter egg, and I mentioned this on the instant reaction, and Jimmy was too slow to get us the information that I needed. <laughs> I asked, is Troy Baker part of David's gang? And you'll meet David next next week. He's, you know. An interesting character. Yeah. Troy Baker played Joel. For those who didn't play the game or don't know who he is, he's kind of a legend in the video game community, and he also hosts the official podcast by HBO about Last of Us, which, to be frank, is not better than ours. Like, don't even go listen. I'm just kidding. It's actually really good. <laughs> it's really good. And he's he's a legend. He's voiced a bunch of video game characters, and he's, a, he's an outstanding actor. And I'm happy to see they brought him in if it's him. I'm almost positive it's him. Do we have it? Uh, Troy now? Baker is yeah. one of David's men in The Last of Us. Okay, good. So they did involve him. Okay, awesome. They did. He, he's right. going to play a character named James. That's okay, the, that's all I'll say. I don't remember him from the game, so that must be an add-in. It might be. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the first time. Okay, so we established. Also, in the instant reaction, I would like you to take the floor because you've established a hill you want to die on as a prediction for the rest of the season of last of us and i love that you're dying on this hill because i think it's gonna mean that i'm going to you yeah yeah (laughs) either way we both win a little bit anyways um yeah so the hill that i'm dying on is i'm not confident that they're going to finish the first game within this season i think they're gonna have to carry this out into two seasons to complete the story that is told within game one i just don't see how they're going to do it well let's get to the bottom of this can do we also have the information that jimmy was not able to pull up for us last episode you mean about the run the, times the run times of episode yeah he gave me the run, he gave me the run times okay so the run time of this episode just so we all are aware was 56 mm-hmm. minutes okay next episode's runtime is 51 minutes less 
No, it's 51 minutes in total. But so, yeah, it's shorter than this one was. Okay. Now, episode nine is 43 minutes. So I might be winning that. <laughs> Damn, the hill the hill is looking the, the hill's a good hill. It's not a bad looking hill. I know. I just I cannot see to your point, right? Like it would be rushed if they do it, and I agree it would be incredibly rushed. I cannot see it happening unless we get a big time skip, which I don't think we're gonna get. Can I can I ask this? Yeah. You said today was fifty six minutes? Yeah. What is the total length on the actual episode on HBO Max? That I can tell you. It's okay, so they don't count two, it. So they, they don't, don't count, count the credits. Okay, okay, okay. It, at least it how, doesn't seem like it. I don't know how they're going to fit the rest of the series in, in in an hour and a half. I'm telling you, ninety minutes. This might be the first hill that I win on. Damn. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I'm glad we placed that bet before uh before we looked up the uh the run times here. He withheld the say. he withheld the run time so that I wouldn't know before <laughs> I made the bet. And and to make it make it even. Uh no, I I did just I did just get the run times here. So that is that is what the time is. I could see a scenario though where they get to the finish line and it doesn't feel rushed. Because there doesn't I don't, doesn't, I don't there, know, man. You I don't think there has to be let me not go too far here because we're going to get ahead of we're ourselves. Gonna, like, we're we're, we're just going to destroy the whole story for everybody that yeah. doesn't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah. Assuming yeah. that it doesn't change significantly. You need to shut up. <laughs> 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 I always get like really nervous of like spoiling something. Yeah, okay, let's let's get into the episode recap. Well, let's get this I, thing I going. Do, I do want to mention one thing that I think mm-hmm. we were kind of right on mm-hmm. from our prediction last episode. We were like half right and half wrong. We had predictions last episode. Yeah, last episode we had a prediction where um, there uh, we would really take on the perspective of Ellie. Yes, and I think we got that. Not in the way that we expected we would get that, but I think we got that. Well, I think we're going to get that all of next episode as well. I agree. I think we're going to have to get it all of next episode. Mm-hmm. So, Zach, do you want to start us off with some like scene titles, like for this week's episode recap? Some scene titles. What do you mean? Like, um, introing like what's going on in each scene. Oh yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so here we open to some nice shots. You know, there's slow fades of some blood on some snow. Or as we get into this city, or Pre- presumably looks like a little neighborhood. Presumably, Joe Joel's. Um, I would imagine. Oh, do that. Kind of looks like a lot of blood. <laughs> I must say. Oh, you know, she probably drugged him on the ground. Yeah, that's what it was for sure. Yeah. But do yeah. you think she dragged him or the horse? She probably tied him to the horse. That'd be my... Yeah. I mean, that's what I would have done, especially if there's, I was... Because there's no way this like little girl... Like, 15-year-old little girl. I could drag him for miles. He's a big also, dude. I hope they didn't see the blood. I wrote that in my notes. So just, like, cover your tracks or... I guess you can't really do much because she's got she's to gotta stop the bleeding and do all of this at the same time, you know? Yeah. You know, I didn't notice the blood the first time around. I was just fixated on the on the nice snowy scape as oh, we yeah? peer into this house yeah, and no, i was amused by the horse in the garage i forgot about that i was a little concerned because i saw the sleeping bag and the blood next to it and i was like yeah. i don't see joel has he like is he a, <laughs> what is he happened a, is he emaciated I, thought, I thought he now? was up i thought he was like all good or something for a same, moment same same and then i guess she dragged him even further downstairs i guess stuck him in a basement yeah he doesn't look too good either no he really doesn't he looks green honestly mm-hmm. yeah yeah well we open up with that and we have ellie who at least at the very least is dealing with a joel who's awake but he's severely injured losing blood mm-hmm. by the minute she seems to have stopped the bleeding for a moment yeah but joel truly wants her to leave without him she thinks that he's a goner he really does not want to be dead weight toward to her yeah which you know I guess it lends itself to an important. What happened? I have no idea. The screen just went completely black for a minute. <laughs> oh, I, oh, oh, all good. Okay, that's something happened. I thought it was like the end of the world right now. No, 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 no. We're still here. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, is this how it goes? Um, <laughs> that was quick. I thought I was one of the ones going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. For those who are paying attention, I'm like looking at my screen at Zach because we record these podcasts via Google Meet with the episode playing next mm-hmm. to us. And 
he just looks terrified as if he's seen like the face of an alien and i'm like <laughs> trying to focus and keep my train of thought going and i'm like did the russians just hit the power grid like what's going on right now <laughs> anyways uh we get a flashback to ellie who i think the whole purpose of this episode really is is grandly just just to make you understand how important joel is to ellie that she mm-hmm. has to go back to her friend slash i guess love um riley like her first love yeah and um go back to that tragic situation where she lost somebody close to her and so it's kind of it's the whole episode is ramping up for ellie has to make the decision to want to save joel he's giving her the out here to go and leave and to take care of herself Mm -hmm. right no no more being a burden or anything like that and with that being said she has to now make this call to take care of joel but it's you got to have like that i guess that build up of of her not wanting to experience that loss again yeah i mean we had to wait a whole like 45 minutes before we saw her decision Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know this place doesn't look all that bad i must say but like in these flashbacks i was like yeah Yeah. were they really bad pro pro federal yeah maybe probably i mean Uh, they, they don't do a good job at all of painting them as evil people in this episode yeah i feel i feel like i I mean this is what i imagine what would happen in school if you you know punch somebody and get in a fight it's like all right go go see the principal i was a little confused because when she goes i mean she punches out bethany's lights who deservingly so snatches her walkman Walkman. while listening to pearl jam which kudos to ellie good taste yeah i do have to ask though sorry yep where where are we getting the batteries from I mean, they gotta have batteries, Zach. Seems like a interesting thing to spend them on. I don't know, like rechargeables, maybe. Rechargeable batteries. What's so? I don't okay. think that that's okay. All right, you know, I was just, I was curious, you know, who who is still running the battery plant? The operation here? Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know. Maybe that's a plot hole. I don't know as much about batteries as you do. I don't <laughs> think. I'm not sure. It's a good question. Well, she gives Bethany 15 stitches. I think that's uh, sufficient punishment for her making a comment about her dead friend, although some would argue otherwise. Mm-hmm. And she goes to Principal or Captain Kwong's office, who is a nice guy, I got to say. He the, seems like it. He's given her two options, which reminded me of The Giver, in a way. Hmm. You ever read that book? No, I don't think so. Right. So TLDR, The Giver is a book about like this dystopian world where everything's in black and white. Hmm. And certain people have gifts. and But at a certain age, everybody's given an assignment of how they're going to contribute to society. And that is the job they are to have until they die, pretty much. Interesting. And Ellie giving getting these options and Riley talking about giving getting sewage, um, sewage duty mm-hmm. later it reminded me of that. Like certain people get to become the officers, like Kwong, if they see potential in you. And others have to go and do the lowly jobs and answer to other people. And so there's this dichotomy between the fireflies who don't want to obey this order and the Fedra who's establishing this rule of law, which I got to say, would you be Fedra or fireflies if you lived in this world? I honestly don't feel like I know enough to make that decision, mm-hmm. right? Like I, I think we saw a, probably a bad faction of Fedra in what, Casey? Yeah. And, I mean, well, there, yeah, I would, I would choose the fireflies or whatever you want to call them. Well, that means you would be fighting for Kathleen. I would form my own group <laughs> if I was in KC <laughs> to to attack uh, Kathleen and Fedra. You know, honestly, I, I don't, I don't think I know enough. I, I think I've heard some stories of how bad they are, but then I see stories like this, and I'm like, they like honestly like i kind of would want to to be there we're like sure you get a sucky post oh sorry you have to guard people cleaning sewers at least you're not the ones cleaning the sewers right um this is true but i mean i I don't know maybe maybe they know something i don't that was a politician's answer but i i agree i think um i'm running in in 2026 2026 i don't think you're old enough pal I'll, I'll I'll be the youngest one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree though. It's it's 
It's like some of them are good, some of them are bad, like anything, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Ellie's in. She's in an emotional funk because she thinks her best friend is dead. But, which is what Kwong's talking about. Like, hey, we know you've never been super well behaved, but these last three weeks have been worse. A different level. Yeah. And it's because she thinks her friend Riley is dead, who is actually not because she wakes up Ellie by holding her hand over her mouth. That's like just not the way you wake somebody up. Not in a society like that. I mean, never, honestly, like never, any mm. anytime ever, mm. especially not in a place like this, in a time like this. You know, I did think that Ellie, and I'm sure this was by design, I kind of thought Ellie was going to be jumped by the girl that she gave like 15 stitches uh, yeah. to. Yeah, I thought it as well because... They showed a shot of her knife on the night table mm-hmm. right before she went to bed. And I was like, something's going to happen with this knife and she's going to be woken up. You know, I got to ask a question in, in episode one. Um, who had Ellie? Was it Marlene back then? Yes, it was interesting, but it was episode two. No episode two. All right. Sorry. My bad. Early on in the season. <laughs> yeah, it was episode, episode um, two. Yeah, she. They haven't shown that yet. However, what I figure happens, and maybe we will get this flashback, is this: at the end of this episode, when when they're in the mall and they both get bitten by mm-hmm. infected Vecna clicker, mm-hmm. we don't get to see the payoff, which I was mad about. I was like, "You're going to spend the whole episode on these two and you're yeah. not going to give me Ellie's revelation that she's different and she's she's immune? Yeah, I I don't think we're done with the flashbacks honestly. Like mm. it left off at a really pivotal moment in this flashback story. Yeah, cuz what I picture is that Ellie had to shoot her friend. That's what I picture because she says it's not the first time she's hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. I think she had to shoot her friend and then she realizes that she is, is not feeling anything. Yeah. That's when Marlene shows up to check on Riley, who was supposed to be guarding the bomb stash in the mall. Yeah. Right? And finds dead Riley, a dead clicker, and a girl who has a bite mark on her arm, but who isn't infected. Then that takes us to episode two. You know, I'm I'm kind of fuzzy on... Well, that's why they detain her. Remember that she's chained up. Well, yeah, but I'm almost wondering, well, you know, I guess that could make sense, right? Having her kind of detained that long. I was thinking that where Joel and Tess lived is where Marlene first ran into Ellie. Like, I don't, I, I guess maybe she did bring her back. That, that is a possibility, I suppose. I think she brought her back. That's why everything was in such a hurry to get her out yeah. of there. Fedra obviously had no idea. And so... You know, this is something the game never covers, so I don't want anybody to get their hopes up. But we don't know how Ellie is immune. We don't know if she's some sort of experiment or if this is just pure genetic coincidence. Yeah. That she's a miracle child. Right? Yeah. They don't they don't cover that at all. Yeah. Well, Riley convinces Ellie to go on a nighttime mission of a lifetime, which starts with this parkouring across rooftops and all sorts of things but i gotta say of all these things and it was it was an awesome journey right made me really want to play in an arcade i gotta say i i will admit i well i feel like i've admitted this every time we've watched this i kind of wanted to go back and play the uh the the dlc thing for a minute but i can't do it i just watched the whole thing yeah it's it's literally almost verbatim of the dlc the entire dlc yeah right Uh, yeah i mean the only thing that i think happened and maybe i'm making this up i was going to ask you the only thing that i think happened in the game that didn't happen in this was i swear i remember there being like a little water gun fight like with water pistols or something i don't didn't that happen i don't remember it at all I'm, i'm gonna have to look that up although the mall in the show looked a lot better than the mall in the game yeah Aside from the carousel, I thought the carousel in the game was pretty pretty nicely set up. All right, so here's my here's my issue with this nighttime journey. Are you drinking the whiskey that this guy was sipping on? Bro, I would not. I I mean, everybody's a little bit too lax about how this virus spreads in this in this zone. 
This guy's got like vomit like coming out of his nose, out of his mouth. Yeah, everything. I I thought that was fungus. Was that not fungus? No, I think he I think he just he took pills and and drank like the, he killed himself. That's vomit. That's not fungus. Would he, if that would was you, fungus, this dude would be a, like a, a zombie or something. Yeah, he would already be infected, I guess. Yeah. That and was the case. There, there was a uh, water gun fight in the game. The entire time we were, my, my wife watched part of this episode with me, I'm like, there's going to be a water gun fight. <laughs> I kept saying, I'm like, it's happening soon. And it never happened. I was really disappointed. I forgot everything about this except for the carousel. The carousel moment is the only thing. Oh, and the dancing with the masks. That was the only... The only two things I remembered from the uh, DLC. I remembered the arcade. I didn't remember the arcade at all. At all. But it made me want to look up to see if there's an arcade anywhere near me. That's that's worthwhile. Mm. I there There's an arcade bar in Del Rey. There's also one in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, yeah. There's one in Fort Lauderdale called Glitch. Oh, yeah. My brother's yeah. been there a bunch yeah, of times. Yeah, it's dope. It's dope. Um, Have you been? Yeah, I've been. It's really okay. cool. All really right. cool. There's also there used to be one down in Miami and uh what is that place called? I think it's called City Place. Uh where they City used to have uh, remember there used to be a place called Gameworks. Remember Gameworks? No. Or Gaming Works or something like that? Dude, it was amazing. That I mean, my childhood half of it was spent in that place. Like we'd okay. go there on Sundays or Saturdays. And it was they had this game where you would you would hot like it was like Moto GP type of thing, so you'd get on a motorcycle. Yeah. But the motorcycle was one of those where you, you have to lean to turn. Oh, those as are you fun. Do- I love oh, those. So sick. So I would do that, and then we had an F one, one where we'd all get in a car and like drive like professional driving against each other. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So they continue their journey. We can fast forward a bit because the whole thing just goes to the mall here. Yeah, it really does. Oh, it's, a, we're mi- it's a very long travel. <laughs> we're missing out on a key a key thing that we haven't mentioned so far. The reason Riley was gone for three weeks was because she joined the Fireflies, which is a key, key thing in this episode. Because Ellie's grown up to understand that the Fireflies are terrorists. And although mm-hmm. Fedra's not the greatest and no one really likes them too much, they're the best alternative they've got. At least for someone like Ellie who's grown up under their authority. Yeah. Anything no, else I, to add? What? Anything else to add? No, I was I was going to agree with you. I I was going to say I still don't know if I would pick the fireflies over Vedra. I was I, I kind of feel like you need you need a Fedra in a world like this. Like you need some really strong militant like group of people. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying I, I condone everything that they do because I don't know everything that they do, and some of the things I heard that they do are not good. But I do think that you need you need a, a a persona kind of like that. I just haven't seen enough cool fireflies to want to join. I know. Yeah, yeah. I like mean, nobody even, who's like super chill, and you're just like, yeah, you know, this person can't be evil. Even and then, Tommy left him. Yeah, and then you meet Officer or Captain Kwong, and he's awesome. You know. He's he's giving Ellie this alternative life and saying, "Hey, you're smart, you know, you have a better option here." And Ellie sees it and she takes it, right? Yeah. Until this, this is like the night where everything goes wrong, pretty much. Yeah, I was happy that we got to see the part of where everything goes wrong. It it, it it's nice to kind of get a backstory. What I would I've, like to see what happens after. Yes, I would too. And I think maybe it'll come or maybe they shot it. And when they got to the cutting room, they were like, we really don't need this. Because truly you don't. We sort of uh, piece it together. Don't. We piece it together in 30 seconds. Ourselves. Yeah, but th- like just the the trauma, like there's been so much darkness in some of these episodes. It kind of like I can't imagine there being it, like some reason why they would just leave out this this whole element of Ellie losing uh riley maybe for that reason it was just too much darkness already yeah maybe yeah, they cut it that. together they saw it and they were like we thought it was gonna work it doesn't work we've already seen too much death to have her lose her best friend and her yeah. love like it's too much they were in the cutting room and they're like dude we gotta stop killing kids yeah they were like, <laughs> they're like that's enough that's enough <laughs> can't see it again first henry i mean first sam then Henry, 
Tess, that's <laughs> enough. <laughs> Don't make me do it, man. Don't make me do it. Director came in there. The actors were crying. (laughs) He's like, all right, damn it. We'll leave it out. Uh, Uh, Amazing. What what I loved the most about this mall situation was Ellie seeing things for the first time. So she sees an escalator and she like loses her her cool. Uh Then they go to the Victoria's Secret store and they see thongs and they're like, look so uncomfortable <laughs> which ellie stays back and she looks at it in the mirror i don't i think that she was trying to do her hair because she wanted to look good but um, I, th- I think she was kind of envisioning herself in it, in it? and then like, cleaning herself up a little bit some something between there yeah do you think all these brands paid for product placement i would imagine so right i i every time i see a product i recognize for the most part, I, I I think they paid to be there. So, yeah. Did I tell you my theory for where malls are going in, in the real world? I or where, where I think, hope they go? No, but I'm curious. So, most of our shopping is done online. Most of our mm-hmm. shopping, right? Yeah. Clothes shopping. Most of it's done online. Malls. Rent's going up. All these things, like... Do malls, can malls truly still contend when everybody's doing their shopping online? What if malls just turn into these giant entertainment centers, you know, where you have arcades and all sorts of more experience oriented things, bars, restaurants, like giant, like a giant Chelsea market in New York. Mm -hmm. Make it all restaurants, bars, cafes, music spots, arcades, everything. That's what I was kind of hoping. Mm. You know, it it might. I I don't really know. I know um, clubs. Vic, I mean, well, Victor Gruen, the guy that kind of came up with the concept of malls, deep cut. It he, he wanted well, he wanted to make it like to to be like a, a community space. How the hell come did you just pull that factoid out of here? <laughs> <laughs> because I had listened to a podcast like two years ago and it was this they were talking all about malls and how they were created and i was just like like this thing is stuck in my brain for so long i don't know why but he ended up hating hating what he ended up creating with with this like the idea of malls and and all of this stuff it was initially meant to bring people together so i don't know like i'm curious to see what does happen with i don't think they're gonna last i really don't not in the way that they have Mm -hmm. existed for a while i think they're gonna go away I just don't know what they will become. And I, I, I could see it being like an entertainment sort of hub mm-hmm. of some sort. Not not like digital or all digital at least, but some yeah. sort of hub. Because, I mean, that that literally was the intent. There was supposed to be, um, you know, like apartment housing and all of this stuff around it. Like think about if, if you were to go take a look. I'm going down a rabbit hole. But if you, if you look at like cities back in the day, right? Like you would live miles away from the store and you had to walk. Like yeah. it was meant to bring all of that together. So you would live where you needed a shop and you could get everything and see people. Uh, rem- that reminds me of um, Walt Disney's original vision for Epcot. Ah, yeah. It was supposed to be, I don't know if it was Epcot or if it was Tomorrowland. It was supposed to be that Disney would have neighborhoods. Epcot. They would have neighborhoods for people to live in and everything would be like the future society of the world. Pretty fascinating plans Walt Disney had. It was it was pretty pretty incredible stuff that he came up with. Mm-hmm. Um You know it would be cool if like Disney bought malls and made them all curated experiences. Just make them mini theme parks with shows and all sorts of things. Yeah shops the works like what if harry potter like you know warner brothers bought a mall and turned it into hogsmeade or like diagonal <laughs> that would it would be interesting right I, well, while you were kind of talking about that i did a quick little google search kind mm-hmm. of looking for what malls will become and it says shopping malls are becoming experience centers with stores offering interactive experiences and entertainment <sighs> man so i i, I agree I don't know how to monetize being a futurist, but I've been saying this for like eight years. I'm just I'm just waiting for the public school system or at least upper education to really, really, truly change. I don't yeah. think we're gonna see I don't think we're gonna see schools like we see them. I think you're gonna have a few Ivy League schools. 
Yeah. And outside of that, dude, like trade schools, I think are going to blow up. Agreed. And I think you're going to have much more just like online education. It's becoming so easy to access. I think finding mentors, like mentor, going back to like a mentorship apprentice system yeah. for what you want to do. The thing is, is that there would be a flood of people who wanted to go into the into certain areas, whether that be the arts. Mm-hmm. I would say the arts would probably technology. be the like top, right? Art, arts and technology. Yeah. Probably be the top. And so then it would be very selective. It would be like college all over again. And then the employer who you want to be an apprentice for yeah, would have the pick of the litter to be well, his. Well, I mean, go, go look at and Google. You would, by the way, you would pay, the apprentice would pay the mentor for their time, essentially. Which, why not? Like, let's I be honest. I could see that. I could let's see that. Think about what you spent in college, okay? I didn't spend much. I dropped out. Well, besides that, imagine you had spent $40,000 or something like that, mm-hmm. which is an average amount. I think that is, you know, what most people would pay to go to college. That that feels so low to me, man. Like even like I had prepaid and it covered most of my stuff and I still had to pay, dude, like what a thousand a semester. bucks a semester. Yeah. Yeah. But that's $2,000 It's too expensive regardless. Let's just say it's $40,000. Let's say you could have been an apprentice to Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. Would you have paid Steve Jobs $40,000 for four years? To be well, you would have had to have paid Steve Jobs more than $40,000. I know, per year but let's just, <laughs> let's just use it as an example because it's an instant yes. Well, of course. Yeah. You're, I mean, now you're it, working for him for free for four years. Yeah. It's worth it though because by the time you get out of that, you're going to be the hottest on the market type of thing. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, honestly, like I look at... I'm using the extreme example because, like, how Google's many doing apprentices can Steve Jobs possibly have? Well, I mean, you can't have that many. But, like, honestly, I, go go look at what Google does, and then we'll get back into the show, right? Like, they... Oh, yeah, they have a campus. They, they, oh, yeah. Well, they... Yeah, of course, they have, like, their own campuses and whatnot, but they educate. Like, you can get certifications and training, and you, but you can go to school, basically, for Google. Like, they have all of this courseware. You would have been a great Google employee. And the reason for it, though, right, like, in my mind, like... They're getting some revenue from it, right? But, you know, it's super inexpensive. So it's super accessible. Almost anybody can get it. Mm-hmm. You pay them to become certified. And then what happens? You they know everybody products. that is good and they will hire them if you are good. Yep. They they literally teach you. It's a farm system. To be their employee. Yeah, farm system. It's crazy. All right, we went on too much of a tangent. We did. We lost it was all a of real our, rabbit hole. We lost all of our <laughs> listeners right now. The arcade was, was my arcade. favorite part of the mall lighting up. You? Yeah. I, I mean, although the shot I'm, I'm of thinking the whole back, mall lighting up was awesome. That shot was great. I'm thinking back at all the main main things that happened. Carousel, arcade. The, I, you know, I wasn't too big on the carousel thing. It was yeah. kind of just like, it was so slow. Oh, the photo booth? nah the photo booth i mean the photo booth was really like nostalgic for me because i mm-hmm. it really reminded me of of uh some of the things that we see in the game i think the arcade is definitely definitely a top one the other one would, would probably have to be the whole dancing later on yeah i agree well honestly the entire thing is very much uh Riley's trying to have one last good night with Ellie to show her a time, the time of her life, really, before she leaves, before dropping. It's like delaying the inevitable. You know, you feel as you're watching this that you should not be allowed to be having the good time you are. You just know something's going to happen. And we see it with this super ominous shot of this creepy doll in a haunted house where we realize that there is just a Vecna-looking clicker waiting to pounce on these two girls what'd you think i thought this was terrifying the, sh- the shot was, where they show the dolls it was terrifying my wife was like is that american girl i'm like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> she would ask that she would ask that i was wondering where they were going with it are these dolls gonna come to life i was freaked out <laughs> it was it was really freaky i didn't think that that was gonna happen i i I knew there was going to be a zombie. There's no way you can make a pivot like that unless you want to lose all your viewers. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, let's fat, let's push forward here a bit to their to their disagreement because on leaving there, they go to this little nacho stand where Riley breaks it to Ellie that she has to leave the QZ to go to the Atlanta QZ. It's and it really starts where Ellie finds the bombs that mm. she's been protecting. Yeah, and you find out that Riley's pretty good at pretending. Uh, hiding what she's really up to it seems that she's taking ellie here not only to see the mall but because it's her duty to protect this mall because this is where they're hiding their ammunitions and their stockpiles so she takes her to this stand before she takes her to the final wonder of the world yeah and uh i found it it made me imagine okay what would have happened if ellie joined up and they left to Atlanta. Like how different this series would be if it would have just been a Firefly journey to Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. Made me wonder that for a little bit. I did have a question. Where are the rats? There would be rats, right? All over this mall. That would be my guess. I mean, you're in a food court. I mean, unless they, like, literally ate everything and there's absolutely nothing there, but I just feel like this would be running rampant with rats. Rats do a very good job of not being seen when the lights are on. So they probably just dipped the moment there was light. Yeah. 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 I could buy it. Riley tried to get Marlene to let Ellie go with them. For some reason, Marlene said no, which maybe it's because one kid is enough. You know, doing two would be a bit too much of a risk for the fireflies, you know? Mm, I don't know. Maybe it would would have just been too much of a distraction or something, bringing a friend along. Maybe. Maybe. It is risky. Yeah. Well, let's get to the Halloween store. Ellie leaves Riley angry that essentially she feels... She's trying to pull the band-aid off. She's trying to rip it off, right? So yeah. she runs away, but she can't help herself. So she turns back to the sound of screams, which is this creepy $50 <laughs> pop-up from the grave thing. pop-up from the grave thing. And we get yeah. uh, probably my you know my favorite scene of the episode, which is where they blast Etta James and they start dancing on, on glass <laughs> countertops, which I'm thinking to myself the whole time. I was time. surprised it didn't break. Yeah, I was thinking the exact same thing. But they're dancing on the countertops. And hold on, they kiss before the clicker appears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Yeah, so they have their moment. Ellie pleads that Riley doesn't leave. And she actually says, okay, which means yeah. that Riley was going to stay. And it makes all of this all the more tragic. Yeah. Because the moment they have like some sort of connection, the freaking infected appears and <laughs> everything everything ends. Like it's the this timing. show, this show, regardless just does not let you have any does not let a character have any happy moment for more than a few minutes it is ruthless but yeah. we knew for all of us who played the dlc we all knew that this scene was coming and that i think that's the, another reason why i wanted this to be 15 minutes yeah because i just <laughs> yeah i knew riley was gonna die the entire time mm-hmm. and that's uh <laughs> that's pretty much where it goes it was definitely looming over the entire episode for me. Mm-hmm. And you kind of just know, I'm imagining the show watcher is watching the scene with the clicker attack. We can go there. And just knowing that it's too good to be true when Ellie starts to celebrate after she's stabbed it in the head. Yeah, right? absolutely. It's like you just know when that camera cuts back to Riley. Mm-hmm. That there's something off. Ellie's too happy right yeah and ellie's bite is the one that's seen first and then we see riley's bite which is on her hand let me tell you ellie's bite is a nasty it's, looking bite by it the way. is it looks like there's like acid like on her skin or something it's crazy yeah. yeah and then riley got bit in the hand have you ever played the telltale games the walking dead that sounds I've seen some gameplay. I don't think I, I don't have it, so I haven't played it myself. There's a moment that is reminiscent of this. Like, put yourself in the shoes of Ellie, yeah, or Riley. Okay. Could you imagine what it feels like 
because you know all your whole life you've been, been hearing you cannot get bit by these things mm-hmm. you cannot get bit by these things could you imagine what it feels like to look down at your arm to see a bite and know that you're gonna die <laughs> that's worse than just dying right it's true well yeah because you have to think about it <laughs> you got to think about you what's experience gonna the whole thing. you have to decide are you gonna kill yourself Right? Or are you yeah. going to just turn into an infected? I think it's better to just kill yourself personally. I was, I was just going to ask, what would you rather do? Kill yourself? I mean, isn't it, kind of, isn't it kind of cowardly to let yourself turn into an infected? It's not like I you want to kill yourself. It's selfish to let yourself turn into Honestly, like, I think it's selfish to let yourself turn into that's infected. What I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, yeah. You're going to turn into an infected and maybe turn somebody else into an infected. Yeah. Now, my question is, how far did they take it to the brink? Like, how far did Ellie take it to the brink before you know, deciding not to, because I'm assuming the goal here is because they go again. And I, I love the fact that Riley said we have two options mm-hmm. because it, it br- tied back what captain Kwong was saying earlier, where you got two options, Yeah, you know, uh, for the Fedra future. And she says, option one is the easy way out where we do it now, where they kill themselves now, which is a harder decision for the second person. Cause somebody has got to pull the trigger on the first person. Right. Yeah. Or one person has to pull it on themselves, and then they know this person's dead. That is a horrible. Ugh. Well, it's it's another Sam and Henry moment. That is exactly what it is. It's exactly another Sam and Henry moment. They you got to kill the one that turns first. And you got to go off yourself. They had to have filmed this. They had to have filmed it. I would be shocked if they didn't film it. I still think that we're going to get this. I don't think we're going to get it. I. Gonna, I think I, we're going to get after, the, after Riley's dead. I don't think mm. we're going to see Riley physically die. Eh, but I, think they, I could, I, but I I could think see that. Dead. I could see that. Yeah. I won't fight you there. Yeah. <sighs> it, it, this is, it's yet again another slow but depressing episode. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but next week's... I mean, who knows? Next week's might also might be depressing. We don't, we don't know. But I, I don't flash know. forward... We get, at this point, we started getting like, a, I liked how they intercut this episode with the flashbacks and the flash forwards. I did like mm. that, where she, they now flash forward to Ellie, where she busts through the door and decides she's going to save Joel. Yeah. And she finds a, a stitching kit, which I thought were meds at first. Yeah. And she I thought she was looking closed. for antibiotics. But she didn't disinfect this wound with anything. No. That At least that we have a scene on camera. So she's stitching this up with it still being infected. That's an I mean, issue. It, well, it is an issue, but I mean, yeah, you got to disinfect it, but I, you're going to need some antibiotics, man. You can stab with the wooden bat. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to, what she's going to do next episode with Joel, <clears throat> but she does a great job stitching things together. I'll tell you that. <clears throat> do you think he'd pass out at this point from the pain? No, I don't think it's that serious. Okay. You think it'd be that serious? I don't know. I mean, you're, you've lost a bit of blood. You're kind of queasy already. Maybe he'd pass out. Maybe his nerves just aren't there, so he's not really feeling it. Also, well, he's definitely feeling it. You can see in his face he's feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back immediately not, as soon as not, you said that. Not as much as, <laughs> you know, maybe he would have been if he was fully awake. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Oh, we end the episode with Ellie uh, sewing Joel shut. And that's that's how we end. We get Ellie's backstory and as a Fedra kid, mm-hmm. her near, well, almost infection, I guess, or her first bite of an infected yeah. with her best friend dying. And a cliffhanger for next episode once again, where we now are waiting to see what happens for Joel. Is Joel going to die from this, this wound? wound? Um, what's going to happen to Ellie? Is she going to go north back to Tommy? Or is she going to find some meds for Joel? Is Ellie going to cover her tracks? True. There's a lot of blood leading <laughs> straight to this house. It's just like, it's like a big neon sign. Come in here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's, a, she's a kid. I mean, she's, you know, how much can you do, right? You have to take yeah. care of this grown adult that you can barely handle. And this is what you got to do. Well, yeah. All right. Although it was a well done episode, as all of them have been well done, I look more forward to next week where we get to see what happens with David. 
as we see in the in the sneak preview. So, but let's get into some categories and let's round out this episode. All righty. We kind of did this one a moment ago, but it's best scene in the episode. We mentioned it. Uh, I guess it's the whole dancing with the masks. That yeah. was my favorite. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'll, you know. No. Can I take it back? Yeah, sure. Go for I it. Think, I think it was when she comes in through the window, Riley, and then they start their little mission and they start going to the rooftops and like that mm. whole bit leading up to the mall. I thought that I did was all enjoy fantastic. It. I did enjoy it. Yeah. Outside of that, I mean, I'm going to have to pick something between the uh, the arcade and the uh, Halloween store. Those I agree. Some, something between. I mean, all of it was nice. Yeah. Any specific lines that stood out in this episode for you? Huh. No. None. The, the, the only line I heard... Well, yeah, I guess the only line I kind of remember that stands out to me at this point was, and p- merely purely because it it I think it spawns this entire backstory is Joel telling Ellie to go and leave him, go north. Oh, interesting. Because I thought my I think most memorable for me was when because Ellie and Riley are really hiding their feelings, right? Uh-huh. When she tells Riley, "Don't go," so it's kind of like that the opposite right yeah joel's telling ellie go and then i thought it was very the most emotion the most memorable moment of the scene was ellie's face when she tells her that like yeah. both of them i thought that was the most memorable thing in the whole episode but hmm. aside from that i would say it was when they both look at each other when they have the bite i thought that was very memorable too yeah i i agree that one that one that one sticks with you a bit yeah, I think I guess from Haunting. like an act, from an acting perspective, I'm thinking about like what what do I remember the most from the episode? It's probably those two moments because those are like the two, the high that's the high and the low of the episode, pretty much, right? In some ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The next two that we typically do kind of don't work in this one, right? It's it's most memorable characters or moments that stood out, and there I, wasn't that many characters in this i mean maybe mr kwong right if i'm not picking the obvious captain kwong <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing bro <laughs> nothing uh when ellie looks at captain kwong's family photos i didn't know where she was getting at with that did she know them i don't i didn't really understand that but i don't know maybe that was just something a decision bella made to do i think riley was the most memorable in this episode mm-hmm. um and Craig Mazin or Neil Druckmann, I forget which one of the two says it, but it was hard to find Riley because they needed somebody who could overpower Ellie, Ellie's personality. And Riley does. Riley's definitely the leader of, of between the two of them. She's the one calling the shots. And um, I thought she was memorable for that because she, in one episode, she makes you care about her. So I thought she did a good job, similar to Sarah in episode one. I thought Sarah, for the amount of time she's in the show, she left a damn impact, like big time. Yeah, I mean, she definitely, she definitely sticks with you, right? Like, I, I think she is the, the obvious winner of of that question. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- like this is, we were talking about, I don't know, something from her past, from Ellie's past, in one of the previous episodes, and like it's, it's this entire whole left behind backstory that we get that always comes to mind. When I'm thinking about where where she kind of came from, where she grew up, what relationship she had before she ran into Joel and Tess and everybody else, so yeah, definitely have to give it to her. Okay. Any any other items that you want to kind of call out as I don't know plot holes, goofs, anything of the sort? I would have preferred if Ellie was listening to Nirvana. Yeah. I am I am more of a fan of Nirvana. <laughs> I started with like Scentless Apprentice. That would have been sick. Um, drinking the whiskey, I would have never done that. That's that's. Oh yeah, thing. that's disgusting. Also, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm very cautious as an individual, but the, you got these super fast infected who are super sensitive to any sort of stimuli or stimu you know any i don't know what word i'm looking for here stimulants stim yeah that they can hear from a mile away yeah i'm just something about turning on all the lights and turning on all the sound to me is just 
that's a bit that's too a, risky, man. It's a bit much for me. It's a bit well, much. Like I, I wouldn't be confident that there was not zombies there, even if I yeah, same. Spent two weeks walking through there trying to clear it out. Yeah. What if they were walking around? What if I didn't run into it? What if it was in one of the doors that didn't quite open because it was a little too dark and scary? Yeah. I don't no. know. No. Well, looking to the next episode, are there any predictions that you want to make? Predictions that I want to make? Yeah. Well, if you listen to our instant reaction, you heard plenty of predictions that I have made about the show. I think we're going to conclude game one in the final two episodes that is going okay. to occur. Now, I right. don't understand how they're going to do it with the run times of these two episodes. And then I also made some predictions about what's going to be the future of The Last of Us, including some prequels and where the next season's going to go. Mm-hmm. And maybe some original spinoff stories altogether. Yeah. That never have games made about them which I would prefer. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to continue our prediction from last episode and say that next episode, we're going to get a very significant perspective um, from Ellie throughout the duration of the episode. It'll be a full on Ellie episode. Yes. Less, less of a, less of a retelling of a story or anything like that. And and more of just like what current time. Yeah. Present day. I guess I have to, have to exclude that since technically we kind of got to, got to wait on that one this time. Oh, I can't wait for next episode because I'm going to have so much commentary about it and I'm already seeing how I'm going to bring walking dead into this. And, um, yeah. Okay. I'm ready for it. Okay. Any other categories? Can we log off here? That's all I got, man. We can log off. There's only two prominent characters in this episode. I think we're good. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, thank you all for tuning in to ep- or episode seven for us of The Last of Us by Story Archives. If you are listening to the show and you love it, leave us a five-star review. It really helps us get found by other audience members just like you. And if you haven't followed yet, because the majority of you who listen probably haven't followed yet, subscribe to our pod, tell your friends about it, your lovers, your family, everybody, and help us grow this independent network support an independent network yeah right zach absolutely do it right all right y'all thanks for tuning in uh zach do your do your magic do your magical outro zach. i will do the outro well we should play like a magical music here in like like little fairy 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 like wands or whatever going on in the background that's that's a bit too magical but a little a little bit Thank you for listening to The Last of Us Season 1, Episode 7 by Story Archives. You can find this podcast anywhere you find podcasts, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or you can visit a website at soapbox.house where you find links out to this show and a whole bunch of other shows in the network. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next one. Mm-hmm.